right. Welcome to Cisco Champions Radio. Today, we'll be talking about Cisco Live Amir with Cisco experts Bonnie and Melita, our Cisco champion hosts, GJ, Fish, and Amir. Uh, as for me, I'm Amy Lee San Juan from the Cisco product marketing team, and I'll be your moderator today. All right. Cisco SMEs, can you introduce yourselves and your roles at Cisco? Sure. Hi, everyone. I'm Melita Carmen. I am on the Enterprise uh, Products and Solutions Marketing Team, and I have a little bit of experience over the last eight years working at Cisco Live events. And I'm Moni Shapira. I'm the leader of Cisco Live EMEA for the last six years. So I'm running uh, this entire show and having uh, great fun doing that. Now our Cisco champions, who are you, where are you from, and what do you do? Well, my name is GJ. I'm uh, uh, working for a Dutch uh, reseller. Uh, I'm a CTO, and uh, this is my fourth year as a Cisco champion. Awesome. My name is Amir. Uh, my name is Amir Nasher. I'm actually uh, working for a Cisco partner based in Saudi Arabia. Uh, this is uh, my fourth year as a Cisco champion. Uh, my name is Denise Fishburn. People just typically call me Fish, and I'm with Cisco Systems. However, I am a Cisco champion, uh, passionate person. All right. Thanks, everyone. And uh, Bonnie, can you give us an overview of what we're talking about today? I think we're talking about Cisco Live, <laughs> the, the make of Cisco Live. So it's less technical than most of the sessions you have here, I guess. Uh, we figured it would be a good opportunity for Cisco champions and for me to exchange ideas to hear from them because they're the ones we do Cisco Live for, first and foremost, right? Uh, it has become a big, big monster. Uh, you know, we've almost tripled our attendance in the last six years from Milan going here. So we have 18,000 people registered for that event, currently 17,000 on site. We try to offer something for anyone, whether it's a, an engineer, a network engineer, or a business decision maker, customer, partner, Cisco employees. We have something for everyone. And we try to give them a good experience. So not just having amazing speakers and good sessions, but also have some quality time and some surprising moments outside of the standard stuff that they would find maybe in other events. Those great memories, yeah. All right, thank you for that. Okay, GJ. Yeah, so uh, the organization of Cisco Life is like a full-time job for people, right? How many people are there involved in that team? Yeah. So from within Cisco, uh, I'm part of the sorry, but I'm part of the EMR events team, uh, and I work full-time on Cisco Live. So basically, when I joined the team, there was a phrase saying. Uh, after Cisco Live, there's always Cisco Live, and people would laugh about it. And I couldn't really get it at the beginning, but then I realized, so actually we're here in Barcelona, we're already thinking of the next event, which I'm still not allowed to say publicly, Come but on. I will. So it hasn't been we're going to announce it tomorrow, tomorrow. In, the, okay. in the guest keynote. Okay. I can tell it to you personally later on. <laughs> um, so we're already working on the next event. Uh, within my team, uh, full-time job, I would say three, four people are working full-time job on, on Cisco Live. Uh, and then we have additional team members. So we're totally uh, we're totaling around 12 people within the events team that are working on the event. Some of them working on some other small events during the, the year, but they have at least 50% of their time dedicated to Cisco Live. But on top of that, it takes a village or, or a city. I mean, we have here on site 4,000 Cisco employees. Roughly half of them have an active role at the event. So we have around 800 speakers, which are mainly from the engineering groups, giving sessions, labs, you name it. We have 
around 600 Cisco exhibitors in the Cisco showcase in the world of solutions. Um, so it's a lot, a lot of, a lot of people. Most of them do it on top of their day job, which is amazing to see the level of passion and dedication that they have. I, I'm fortunate to have started working on the content side and not on the events. I've, I'm, I'm, an in, I'm, an, I'm an electricity engineer by occupation, but again, I'm the worst engineer in the world. <laughs> uh, and I happened to move to the, uh, to the events world and I found a place for me. I mean, I love what I do. I work with amazing people uh, and I love... The, the one thing I mostly love about Cisco Live that week is just to walk around and see everyone, all the speakers and, and know them by name and, and ask how they are and see they're performing and doing their sessions. It gives me proud to be proud to be part of that of, of Cisco and and help everyone have a good time during the week. Okay, that that answer your question or yeah, pretty much. Okay, <laughs> yeah. great. Yeah, well, Amir, you mentioned, you mentioned that there is around four thousand Cisco employees that coming to Cisco Life. Yes. Um, what's the logistics looking like? I mean, <laughs> the, the logistics. I yep. mean, um, you're having around 4,000 people. You're bringing all the um, gears, the boxes, all the switches, routers, demos, and everything. I mean, are you, do you bring the things all the way from US, or do you, do you have like depots in Europe, or yeah. how does get, does get? Good question. So if you're talking about our kind of the stuff that we show on the show floor or on the exhibition, most of it is being uh, shipped from the U.S. We have a dedicated team uh, within the U.S. that are focusing on building those demos for Cisco Live. And we ship it around the world. So now it goes, it was shipped from the U.S. to Barcelona. Some of it goes back. Some of it will go from Barcelona to Melbourne yep. for Cisco Live Melbourne, which happens beginning of March. And then it will go back to Cisco Live U.S. and vice versa. Uh, I can just give you a rough number of the shipping cost is roughly a million euros just for oh, shipping, wow. okay? So I can share some numbers if that's important, not just the overall attendees. Right. Numbers are big. And, and wow. again, this event has grown so much. So we're, on an average, we've been growing 10% year on year for the last five or six years. And there are many reasons for that. I can say, okay, I think the main reason is because it's, an, it's a great event, but obviously it's not just that, it's the location. I, I, I would like to think that it's mostly because of the value that people get out of being here this <coughs> week. So I see the, the great interest that it has for Cisco people to be here with their customers, with their partners. But when I walk around, I, I, start, I try to you know, interact with people that I don't know. I present myself and I just ask people to give me feedback. And I'm interested to hear the good and the bad stuff. I think the one of the reasons we're so successful and I still find it difficult or challenging for me to say that we are successful, but I think we are successful. I mean, not talking about Cisco, but Cisco Live EMEA right now, yeah. is that we're open, we're always open to listen to our customers and partners. Uh, we listen and learn. So I don't know if you've been here two years ago in the first year in, in Barcelona, for example. We had, for example, some serious issues with the food because we planned for something really cool, really that we thought it's gonna work, but it didn't work like almost completely. And look where we are now. So we're learning. This, this is just one example, okay? We're listening. I heard one someone saying last year they were complaining about the recycling stuff. And this year he came and he said he saw so much around. He said, yeah, they're actually listening to us. Yeah. The one thing I really remember is when I did the ones in Milan, before I was leading, I was just doing the content. And we had loads of complaints on the surveys from engineers saying, we, run, we engineers run on, run on Coca-Cola. And back then in the Milan days, we used to serve only coffee, crap coffee, and croissants, nothing else. <laughs> 
So I always joke with my team, my biggest impact on Cisco Live was the soft drinks <laughs> and, and, the, and the proper coffee, which we serve everywhere in the breakout zones, yeah. right? The proper coffee, I'm yes. sorry. Yeah, yeah. The proper coffee. The good coffee and, and, you know, free drinks. And people told me, are you sure? If you give them, you know, those, we have those fridges over there with, yeah. you know, can say, people will take and put in their backpack. I said, I don't care. Yeah. It's, it's like for the entire event, it's like an extra 30,000 euros. If you look at the bigger picture, and the impact it has on our delegates, it's, it's nothing. So I was actually really impressed with the food this year. I was like, really, yeah. really. It, Much it, better than that. And year. I've been going to Cisco <laughs> Live for a long time. I was, mm -hmm. I was like, this is awesome. I like walked in and there weren't the queues and, you know, and you could like pick. And it was, I, I went for because, the Indian. It was just awesome. Yeah. And that's what, so we're, so I th I'm telling my team, I have this secret formula. It's not secret. But when I started doing this, I thought, why are we doing Cisco Live? And I came up with a very simple formula. Probably you know it already, you've heard it too many times. It's E plus E plus E equals L. Mm -hmm. And the three E's are education. <laughs> okay. Because I think still content is king or content is queen. Most of our delegates would come here, first of all, for the education to listen to our engineers and to interact with our engineers. Second one is experiences, which is the, f the things that you, know, you don't see if you just listen to, the, to a session, exactly. re recorded well, session. Because exactly. you have it all online, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, and even though it's all online, more people come every year. And the third one is engagement. So those meeting opportunities with engineers, meet the engineers, or in general, you know, to meet people, right? Like to interact session. with people. Yeah. Like, uh, <laughs> like from <laughs> personal story, sorry for disturbing. I mean, um, last year I, when I was here in the collaboration booth, I had a customer scenario and then I was asking one of the Cisco engineers, I have this customer and we have like four rooms. And then he said, okay, one minute, this is the guy who designed the SX80. Okay, <laughs> well, he's the wow. person who designed it. So he, he, we went to the customer scenario and everything was there. These things that you cannot find anywhere else. Yeah, yeah uh, exactly. So from my perspective, on the education piece, I can't do much, right? I, I trust 100% on the speakers like Fish, which is one of our top, top speakers. They do an amazing job. They're so passionate and it's so important for them to deliver a good presentation and to hear what the audience has to say that I don't want to do anything. But on our end, we need to make sure that they get the best let's say, setup for their sessions. Whether it's the screen, the audio, video, whatever, we're trying to really give them the best experience they can have. Asking them questions, having the, you know, adding clocks, comfort monitors in all rooms, that's basic stuff. What my team is focusing on is most, on, mostly on the experiences side. So if you've been to the park, this area in the middle, you've seen the waterfall and the autonomous maze. Yeah. You could argue, and again, that area, for example, this, the park area, it's roughly a million euros really? of investment. Oh, yeah, to yes. pull it all together. This all of those, <laughs> yeah, all of those activations. Now you're keeping this. Now you, <laughs> now you could argue you don't really need it, right? I want to go to the breakouts, maybe keynote, party, world of solution. Why do you need all the other stuff? But that's what this is. What's creating this bigger experience? Now, what I'm telling my team always. I mean, you love the food, right? Yeah. You like the experiences. Yeah. Cisco is not is not preparing the food, right? But for our customers, I would like to think so. This is part of the experience that is related with Cisco. Exactly. Right? So for me, I'm selling Cisco in this. So that's why I'm telling everyone, the, the, the catering people, the temps, even the temps in the orange jackets, I'm telling them this week, you're all Cisco employees. Yeah. Yeah. So speaking of the budget, what's the overall budget? Uh, <laughs> we want to know too. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, now that we've opened the door, yeah. Yeah. budget is a lot. Topic. It's a lot, <laughs> but it's worth it. 
Can you put a price on the experience? Double digits. <laughs> Double digits. There we Somewhere go. over there. But we are uh, we are basically a, a break-even uh, event. So we, we run the event based on the income we get from the exhibitors and from the fees we get from attendees that uh, pay for the passes, whether it's a main conference, right team, or an explorer. And also some money we got from Cisco Business Unit, but it's relatively a lower portion of the budget. So we rely have mainly on, on what we have. So when, when I start the planning for next year, it's an estimate of how much money uh, am I going to get from the delegates, from the exhibitors, and that's what I have to play with. Anything else is extra. I'm not supposed to generate revenue. This is not a revenue generating uh, event. Okay. We get our revenues from selling products and services, not from Cisco Live. So whatever I have, I'm spending on the event. Okay. And the more people I get, I can actually spend more and make the experience even better for our delegates. So, for example, three, four weeks ago, we realized we're going to have 18,000 people on site. We increased the budget for the catering to make sure that everyone has a great experience. We brought more, for example, the food trucks. We have some even inside. We upped everything so that you know people could concentrate on what they're here for, so that they won't complain that there's no food, that they can focus on, meeting, on meetings and, and sessions and have a good time. And I just want to say, it's so inspiring. Your attention to detail, I've, I've, I've just been so impressed. And every time I meet you, it's just so cool. Um, I, I didn't realize that there's that you really have that much attention to, to this. Yeah. And that is, I mean, I think that's what makes Cisco Live here just so incredible. And, uh, and by the way, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go ahead and defer to you for a question. But you did say that there were some interesting stories. So I'm just going to tell you and warn you now. I'm, I want to hear some fun, like, things that have happened at Cisco Live. But I'll let him ask a question. Okay. First. I need to <laughs> remind myself of those things. Not or sure which it will come. Yeah. Okay. You know, I don't know. <laughs> and by the way, where is it next year again? I f I'm sorry. What did you say? <laughs> <laughs> nice you, you will not be able to nice hit the No, it's impossible. Like... It will. Yeah. Paris, Paris, no, Paris, London, live. Uh, okay. Amsterdam, or Berlin. Yeah, okay. You okay. pick one of the okay. four. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> so uh, my question was hooking back into the story you were telling about the budget. Yeah. Uh, it means uh, when people buy their tickets earlier, you uh, the budget gets increased because you know how much income you will have. Yeah, a forecast. Yeah, and just look at it. Oh, yeah. How do you the budget? So it's a bit of finger in the air, but a lot of uh, trusting the numbers. Mm. So last year, when we started planning for the previous year's event, we all... So we start planning, again, almost a year before. Like, once yeah. we are out of one, we start planning for the other. But then around... <laughs> Around May, April timeframe, we do a, an official kickoff with all my team and the production company, which is George P. Johnson, back in the UK. We sit together for a couple of days, really into the details, the floor plans, what worked, what didn't work last year. Uh, and then we all took kind of a commitment. And my commitment was to trust the numbers, because previously I, I would never trust the numbers. And, and you do see a clear trending. You know, we have three phases for payment. We have the super early bird, which is the first four weeks, relatively very slow. A couple of hundreds. Then we have the big chunk of early bird. Early bird usually ends around the end of uh, November, and that gives us a good indication. And funny enough, when we ended early bird this year, I looked with my reg lady Heidi, which is amazing, on the previous year's numbers for end of early bird, and we saw that the percentage of people who bought a pass, a main conference or ITM, at the end of early bird, compared to the total that we ended up with, was for the previous three years, for all of them was 53%. Amazingly. <laughs> So you could, with, let's say, high probability, say, okay, 
wherever we ended uh, early bird, probably just it's more or less half of where we will end up everything. Okay. Now we need to have some estimate because we can't wait for January to know how much budget we have. So there yeah. is a risk here, and it might be that you know for all of a sudden less people will register in January, so you end up you end up with less money. Okay, we're still part of Cisco. Cisco still has enough money to help if needed, but again, it's not a desirable situation. Right. You would always yeah. like to, to be in, in a position where you're spending what you're earning, but you're not spending more than that. Um, but there's always a risk. I, I have to tell you, I was really, you know, I was relieved just a week before the event when we reached the target <laughs> that we've committed to in terms of... I was working with a certain budget, okay? A certain double-digit budget. We've reached that in terms of income, and then I knew everything that is coming on top of that, it's extra, uh, yeah. uh, that we will probably not spend. It's not that we're not trying to spend just for the fun of spending. Don't get me wrong, okay? Yeah. But we do spend where it makes sense, and, and we're not being cheap on, on stuff. So, for example, just to give you actually an example, it's an interesting one. So, we have uh, a lot of first-timers. Actually, 41% of our attendees have never been to Cisco Live before. Oh, and it's wow. pretty much consistent. Yeah. Every year, it's between 40 and 45%. And yeah. we do open a WebEx team space for them, mm. if they want. And we, in that space, currently, we have around 2,000 of them. Wow. And they ask all kinds of questions. Some more relevant, some less. But again, it's fine. We, uh, we accept all of them. Someone was asking, where can I get a Cisco notebook? And actually, the reply was, to be more green and user, I mean, environmental friendly, we're not having any notebooks this year. And the, his comment was, yeah, are you cheap? I mean, why, why would you <laughs> save on that? And I was thinking, I mean, look around you. I mean, it, clearly, we're not yeah. trying to save or, or, or you know, give you a, a cheap experience. But on that one, we did. it was a real uh, decision not to do it because of a certain reason regarding you know, being more yeah. Yeah. environmental friendly. Which was a question from last year. We had in the past, again, it's not that we're uh, perfect, okay? There's, we have a long way to go. But what we did this year for the first time is not just saying we're, because a lot of events would tell you we're a green event, we don't uh, give away uh, you know, brochures and stuff. But that, that has been the case 10 years ago. Yeah. We did contract uh, an expert in sustainability, a lady from the UK, that, that her day job is working with, with, with companies to yeah. build a sustainability uh, program. Uh, which is a three to five year program. So this is just the first step. And we have invested, if you've seen, like if you've been to 811 to the big catering area, uh, we had, we call them waste warriors. So we have 40 temps that are focusing just on making sure that you guys know what you do and to separate, you know, plastic from other stuff. Yeah. Uh, so we are looking at, again, there's still a lot to do. Okay. But uh, if I remember Berlin, for example, if you've been to Cisco Lab Berlin, any of them, we served food in, in plastic uh, that was not even, even recyclable. I mean, that was really... And the Germans killed us, yeah. really. I mean, that yeah. was all over the place. Yep. Yeah. Uh, so this is, what you say, the eye for details. Yeah. But I think, again, it, it's also the... It's not a secret, but if you have the right people that are passionate about their area, and I have an amazing team, and, and you can, you know... I know that I can... Be, people ask me, how come you're so calm and relaxed during the event? It must be the most stressful week. Exactly. My reply is, first of all, it's the best week for me during the entire year. First of all, because I get to wear this nice outfit that I never wear. I only wear it one, yeah. one week a year. You look very good. <laughs> and that's the sock. Yeah. <laughs> so it's not the vodka. No. No, okay. And it's also because we work on it for the full year so it's not you know fail to prepare prepare to fail it's yeah. it means a lot not just for presentations but for an event like this and the team that i have 
with me and with George P. Johnson are simply uh, the best that, I'm, that I can think of. That's huge. Yeah. I mean, that's yeah. Really yeah. Huge. Speaking of early birds, I know some of the Cisco champions, they book their next year Cisco Life and the first week after the current Cisco Life. <laughs> you can do that only for the US. We're not, we, don't, we do not open no, the hotel. Ah, the really? Okay. Tickets, airplane tickets. So basically, he's asking, you know, <laughs> where should I book it? <laughs> yeah. um, you're, you're never going to get you, you will get the answer to I will tell you to go. I'm still, I don't want. Good luck. Know, no, we, because we're no. still. I'm just if you've been fun. to the, the Lego, where's the Lego launch? Have you seen yeah, the Lego launch. So yeah, we are yeah. still running this kind of competition. Yeah, yeah. Guess where it is going yeah. next? I think people can. <laughs> Even from the size of the different, uh, no, no, because no, we, have no. four stat we have four uh, monuments. From the size, you can guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, uh, oh, there <laughs> you go. He just told you. Well, speaking, speaking of that, uh, what's the criteria of the, uh, choosing a city? Like, why Barcelona? Yeah. Why? Yeah. Okay. Why okay. Berlin? Okay. Okay. Why? Yeah. 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 Is there like a, any intensive from the government or something like is that? Is it a smart city? Is it like? Yeah. So to be honest, it's it's more it's way simpler than that. I mean, you could you could say that there's no. <laughs> First of all, no. I mean, I would say unfortunately, unfortunately, because the the size we're now, yes. and mainly because of the number of sessions we're offering, which is the first time ever that we've crossed the 1,000 sessions in EMEA. Okay, wow. we're getting closer to the US. Okay, yeah. we're getting hey. closer. <laughs> um, there are very few yeah. venues that can really host Cisco Live EMEA nowadays yeah. in EMEA. Okay, very few. Now it has to be, it's clear that it has to be Central Western Europe because 90% of our delegates are coming from those, those uh, countries. We're, there has been discussion of doing it in Dubai because, really? of the, because of Expo 2020. Yeah. But it's practically impossible to get, people will not come. Not, I mean, we will, we will have a serious drop in our uh, attendance if we do it there. I mean, and for reasons, I mean, people see it more as a, as a tourist destination and they will not fly so far for Cisco Live, okay? But again, we'll do an expo, uh, Cisco Connect local. So we're working with the Cisco team there to do other stuff. Um, so we don't have that many venues that we can go to. Now we look at where we've been in the past. So we've been to Milan, we've been to, so we've been to Italy, we've been to Germany, now we're in Spain. We've been to London before. And uh, it's <laughs> so it's from my perspective and, and and we take so my team myself and my boss we make the decision basically i mean make sure everyone is happy on a cisco level but it, it it is less it has less to do with other initiatives or less about focus from the from the country or the government still let's say let's assume we had you know two venues that are exactly the same and let's say I wish, I wish we, have, we had the FIRA, this venue, let's say, in Paris and Amsterdam. Yeah. Yes. Then it would have been much difficult, let's say, to, this, to make a decision. Like a vote for the attendees. <laughs> so actually, last year, for those who attended last year's Cisco Live, we do a survey up on top of the surveys on site. We do a pre and a post event survey. I don't know if you get it. Yeah, from a third party company yeah. from Freeman. We do it for all Cisco Lives. Uh, so, post event last year, we added the question at the end. Where would you prefer that Cisco Live will be in the future? And we gave like five options just to get a feel. Uh, and we got all kinds of answers that the usual stuff. I think what you see here was the top uh, of the list. But uh, number one criteria is the venue. I mean, if I get an amazing city, but the venue is not big enough, I won't go there. Right. So it has to be. And, and to be honest, it's not a promotion. I'm not you know, promoting the FIRA, but this venue is the best for it's Cisco Live. Very easy to yeah. get yeah. around. It's, it's, yeah. it's yeah. comfortable. It's central. It's, it's, it's yeah. 
Yeah. No, but it's I a mean, very logical setup. Yep. Also, like I, f- I forget where was it? Uh, I think it's Berlin where we had the different halls. Well, there was where one. We had it might have been Milan where we actually like started on one floor, and then when you crossed a building, you were exactly. In a that was Milan. Milan, yeah. yeah. And then yeah. all of a sudden, north and like, south. Yeah, that yeah, was amazing. On floor one, and all of a sudden you were on floor two, and I'm like, I didn't go up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, but because like sometimes. Uh, from a visa perspective, like yep. for us, oh, yeah. uh-huh. travel from all the way from uh, the Middle East. Yeah. Like seriously, one of the biggest <laughs> barriers is a visa. <laughs> I know, like you name it, like and a lot of people that applied for the visa and didn't get it, didn't get it. Okay, which Spain is the most easiest from Europe, but I believe in UK it's much harder. So I that. can tell you that we're not going back to the UK next year. If that would, <laughs> okay. Uh, ease your mind. It's <laughs> not going to be the UK. them for getting out of the EU. Yeah. Well, <laughs> not just because of that. We've been to the Excel. Uh, we might go back, but but we would like to go to places that we have not yet visited. Yeah. Yeah. If that helps you, I think it takes Dubai one additional location <laughs> less. <laughs> we have like, we only left with two out of the four already, okay? <laughs> it's been going up 10%. Yes. I, I, I didn't know that, but I, I've definitely been able to feel that. So what kind of, um, and we're, you're over a thousand sessions now? Yes. Again, if you include all the th- sessions in the content catalog, yeah. so breakouts, yeah. PSOs, ITM, yeah. All the walking labs, instructor-led labs, case studies, sessions that you can choose from. Yeah, yeah. It's over 1,000. We had around 800 last year. We're adding more. I mean, basically, so we have the, the venue. We have the rooms. Speakers are, are excited and are passionate. Why won't I give them the space to deliver a session and then people want to hear what they have to say? So let's make the most out of, out of the space that we have. That's why I also say I think each Cisco employee has to be here as well. So... One, th- one other change I introduced to the Cisco Live is that if you're a Cisco employee and you have a badge, I don't care what type of badge you have. If you're a Cisco employee, you can go to any session yeah, yeah, I love after that. the okay. attendees have booked, uh, have entered. So you've booked a session, you went in, everyone went in and there are still free seats. You're a Cisco employee, just go in. Yeah. Which, which is great. So Bonnie, um, one of the things that we do on the product marketing side is we help work on the content that gets delivered, right? So whether the speakers are in the PSO sessions or the innovation talks and even the the content that goes into the demos here, but actually being able to come to the event and sit in and see how that content is received, not just having to look later at the, you know, the results. feedback, yeah. yeah, the results, um, which we get a lot about the air conditioning and the food and those <laughs> as well, but also the feedback on the content, but actually being able to see um, how it's delivered, um, how are the attendees receiving the information and, and what is the, the real reaction so that I can then go back and plan the content and make sure that it's, it's compelling or make recommendations mm-hmm. for what gets, or what needs to get freshened, right? You have a thousand sessions. Um, one of the things that we do is we go through those sessions and make sure that the, the content is up to date that we're, we're providing. Um, so someone's doing that on the back end. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's. <laughs> I, I would I would love to have more Melitas, let's say, for the other. Oh gosh, one, one's too much, so. <laughs> <laughs> through all of the, so like the surveys then. So you, you actually I'm look on, at the survey yeah. and you all try to make decisions for the following year and stuff like that. Basically. Yeah, so I'm on, I, I mostly focus on the enterprise side. Uh-huh. Um, I used to have a, a bit of a more expanded role where I would cover like IoT and stuff, but just, there's a lot. Um, so on the enterprise side, um, yeah, what we do is pull down the sessions. I ask for the results from the the surveys, and then just go through and you know check titles and check the the abstracts and and you know what's being delivered. Is this 
is everyone still calling this product the same name? Like, is this old or fresh? So yeah, that is a lot of, of um, so back-end someone actually work. looks at all the surveys. We try to. Well, <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. Hold on. We're, we're, we're definitely looking at the surveys. Yeah. Okay, and yeah. one of one of the, I think it's still a challenge for me and my team is to make it clear for everyone who's doing a survey. Yeah. If we have surveys now, we have surveys almost for. Every, I don't know if it's annoying as as attendees. You tell me. Uh, no, really, seriously. But but you know, if you have if you did a breakout, you get a survey. You don't have to fill it, right? Yeah, it's yeah, not yeah. Uh, m- mandatory. You get a survey. Keynote, you get a survey. Any like session, you get a survey. Yeah. And there's an end of conference survey that we open tomorrow, I think at around 11 or 10 in the morning for the overall event experience, which yeah. is important for us. But then looking at the number of se- questions we have for a survey, I'm telling them, okay, what are you going to do with the data? Right. <laughs> Look at last year. We asked this question. Did we do anything with the data? Did anyone look at it? No? Okay. Drop the question. Don't ask them something if you're not yeah, looking at absolutely. it. Exactly, yeah. So at least on the end of conference survey, one of the, the final question is, how would you recommend Cisco Live to a colleague or a friend from 0 to 10? I always go to those who give us between 0, to, between, or zero 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, the lower score, and I really look why, answer, yeah. and I try actually to contact yeah. them. I send an email, I'm asking, do you mind having That's a call? brilliant. And some of them are actually really receptive for that. So, I mean, all of the people who are here are Cisco customers, mm-hmm. and, and they have... I won't say they love Cisco, but they have good relationship with Cisco and they're loyal to Cisco. Yeah. But even those who give us bad scores are willing to they share the reasons. It. It's not uh, they just did it because of, to, uh, for fun. And so contact these people. Yeah, 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 yeah. That is and awesome. I mean that's that's a lot of manual work. I need to get some artificial <laughs> intelligence in in there for sure, I don't right? Know, but <laughs> I have to say, it would no, be the really personal impressive. If I was, it would course. be so impressive if it was because like. I, I want, I, so, as I said, we learn. We learn. Of, uh, well, I'm not speaking about <laughs> this, but <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to learn. If and and for Cisco in general, having, I think it's the one opportunity for us again, and, and at least in EMEA, to get. We have so many customers and partners here, together. We don't have any other opportunity to get so much feedback from them mm-hmm. and and interestingly enough the feedback uh, uh, the rate of the people who provide feedback here is very high so if you look at it's on average like 60 percent so from the total people who have attended let's say from the main conference we have 9,000 so last year more than 5,000 of them answered at the end of conference survey oh. and it's not common like in in, in other okay, Cisco lives it's way way lower and you guys are really, it's I mean, they are in this. Sure, yeah, it's important for them as well that we do better for the, ne- for the future. So What's it's, one yeah. of the challenges that you have here having to do with so many countries? I mean, I think that that's something that is really interesting about here. You know, like Cisco Live US, you know, it's really mostly Americans. But here, you're really, when you come to Cisco Live, you know, in Europe, yeah. It's just like everyone's just an attendee. It, there's yeah. just this. There's just this. You've stepped into this other world. How do you create that? So different cultures. Yeah, even with yeah. escalator, I was. I heard French yeah. in front of me, German behind me. Yeah. Like it was people switching back and forth between like exactly. Dutch English to each other. I was. It was even just going upstairs. It's yeah, yeah, yeah. You no, know I, I never really Language thought about it like this. So I never saw it. <laughs> I never saw it as a challenge or a barrier. I mean, I can tell you internally within Cisco. We have really good relationship with the different countries, the different theaters. So we we manage like a very long relationship with the SE leaders of the different theaters. They commit to a certain number of people that they will bring. Uh, We here listen to them, also learn from their requirements and feedback from previous years. Uh, we, We try not to make the event 
too dependent on the location. So we're in, in Barcelona, obviously, but you, if you're inside Cisco Live, you can't tell, oh, it has a Barcelona flavor. Yeah. I mean, even the food, you don't see a lot of jamon and, and cheese. You see, as you said, I mean, it's, we realize, I mean, our attendees are not in, interested specifically in Spanish food or, you know, you might see a couple of flamenco dancer. What? We had ramen here as well. I yeah, yeah, there yeah. is. Yeah, There's ramen, fish and chips. Yeah. Awesome. Fish and chips. There's, I saw Israeli salad in the, in the park somewhere. Yeah. That was funny. Mexican. Oh, really? Indian uh, in the La, La Rambla outside. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> really? So we know where we're going after this podcast. <laughs> I never saw it as a, as a challenge. And I think also, I mean, the way I see it, if I put myself in the shoes of an attendee, again, imagining I was an attendee, I mean, a lot of them come to also meet new people. There's, there's good vibe. I mean, it's not yeah. like, okay, I'm from Saudi Arabia. If you're not from Saudi Arabia, I'm not going to speak with you. I mean, I don't think there's this uh, level. Some are shy, some are more open, but yeah. in general, yeah, exactly. everyone are coming here, first of all, to get educated, but also to have some fun because you're leaving your day job for a week and yeah, you don't want just to sit in the room all day long and listen. I mean, it, as interesting as it is, there's also other parts of that and meeting new people, making new connections. Yeah. When you said that, uh, that you're growing 10%, you're talking about uh, the attendees or number of sessions or... All of well, uh, you know, I said 10%. Looking at attendance overall, we've grown roughly 10% year over year. We, we made a big jump when we moved from Milan to Berlin. Okay. And ever since then, Berlin 1, Berlin 2, Barcelona 1, 2, 3. It's been steady growing around 10%. You know, it's okay. not... Speaking of numbers, like how many exactly attendees of this event? Yeah, so we have an app for that. Uh, <laughs> There's an app for that. <laughs> not an app. Can we get an access for that? <laughs> oh, I can show you the screen if it's really awesome. There you go. Currently, we have 18,050 people who registered for Cisco Live, wow. uh, of which almost wow. 17,000 already checked in. Wow. 16,912. We'll have a few more today and tomorrow because there's a program tomorrow for Net Academy uh, teachers that they will add. So we'll cross the 17,000 people on site. Oh. That's almost 95%. Um, and again, last year we had 16 and a bit, so it's even okay. more than 10% wow. increase if wow. you look there. Now, the most important number for me is not the overall number, it's the number of the main conference. Like you guys, I mean, people who come to really sit in the rooms and listen to the breakouts, okay? Again, not, I'm not saying that the explorer ones, those who come and go to the exhibition, <laughs> Yeah, yeah but <laughs> I'm not saying these are not important, okay? But the majority that we have, this is still, I mean, the core of Cisco Live is still the networkers, guys. The guys who come here really and value the opportunity to meet with our engineers face-to-face -face, uh, and, and, you know, have those sessions with them. I still believe that that's, you know, and, well, and it will always be the focus. That's the first yeah, that's, that's the first thing, and it will always and, remain. And what was that number for the... Um... It was 9,000. <laughs> So main conference, 9,120, wow. which is roughly 12% more than last year. And then IT management, we have 1,000. That's, again, a program that has increased yeah. steadily year after year, but even more. Yeah, it's always full. So like last year, I tried to register for IT manager. It was like full. Too late. Yeah. yeah, so what we did actually this year for IT, and we said, okay, you're paying a bit higher fee. Exactly. But you get a very, big, a very good bag. I don't know if you've seen the IT management bag. They get a Tule bag compared to the standard Ooh. bag. Again, okay. that's, that's not the most important part. <laughs> but they get complete freedom. So they basically have the same privileges as a main conference. So they can go to breakouts, book breakouts, and they have their own ITM area with their dedicated lounge area for food and stuff. So they have a more kind of a, a VIP approach, not like, not like the executive symposium they do in the Cisco Live US, but somewhere in the middle. 
And we find out that quite a lot of people go for that option, not because they're interested in ITM session, just because they want to feel the more important. But and they want the backpack. <laughs> yeah. And they, yeah, that's new. That's the first thing we do it like this. No, personally, that's I get the Explorer Pass because, like, first thing, first time when I went to Cisco Life US, I flew for 25 hours all the way from Saudi Arabia to oh. Las Vegas. Um, I went for the full pass. Uh, like I was running between sessions and I couldn't follow everything. So after that, um, the most important things in Cisco life is to meet people, is Networking. to engage yeah. people. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. that's why I went for Explorer and then try to socialize with yeah. a lot of people. Okay, that's, okay that's I right. have to ask one question. <laughs> Think of a story that you're not really supposed to tell us that happened in Cisco <laughs> Live and tell us. <laughs> We can always edit. I, I can't have. There. I mean, nothing comes <laughs> up. I would, I would, I would look, he even that. dropped his yeah. mic. It's like uh, I, 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 I. You might have to get a <laughs> Bonnie first. Okay, yeah. okay, okay. So tomorrow, tomorrow, off, off, uh, off, off record. Off record. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. It's a date. GJ, you have a question. Yeah. So, exactly like Emma said, it's um, it's tough to follow all the sessions because the uh, sessions have uh, a lot of overlap. Yeah. So I think uh, real value is the people you meet, the, the experience, uh, like you said. Like, for example, if you go to a PVD session with uh, full technical information that, that's structured and efficient, it's, it's tough to get that at Cisco Live, right? To get, uh, because you have the, some sessions last for 45 minutes, others last for two hours, and it's tough. The clashes to between yeah. the schedule. Yeah, but I get... <laughs> I agree with you on one hand. Uh, <laughs> oh, let me ask you: Do you have a, Do you have an idea how to solve it? like that. I fully agree with you, and I, you know, what I tell sometimes. Sometimes, you know, my boss would tell me, "Hey, are you sure it's good to have so many sessions?" But because we have so many people, we're trying to offer yeah. something for everyone. So, yeah. actually, speaking about that, even with an Explorer Pass. You can spend the entire week sitting in sessions. Exactly. You can't go to the breakouts, same, same but there's <laughs> case studies, partner session. Yes. We have yes. the CCP, the customer exactly. connection program. Exactly, which is not so recorded, which is the roadmaps, and you need to yeah. be there because it's not recorded. <laughs> okay, that's the nice. I mean, they, they, we could have recorded that if they wanted us, but they, they prefer not to be yeah. recorded. So <laughs> we, we respect their, their uh, uh, request. So there's a lot to see anyhow. It does require planning. So if you're a first-timer yeah. and you come here and you say, yeah, I'll come and I'll go and... We'll, it's again you're not gonna completely miss out but you have to prepare and yep. i agree with you and now take whatever track any of our normal tracks like yeah. security for example we have more than 50 breakouts only on security yeah. plus the other stuff so there will be an overlap it's yep. inevitable uh we l would like to assume that our attendees are clever enough to you know look at the look at the abstract Maybe know the speakers already. Like if it's Aaron Woolen from security, everyone would go in and listen to him. If you, if you know everyone that goes person, to Aaron. Yeah. yeah, or Fish yeah. on security <laughs> or what, or multicast or IPv6 or what have you. <laughs> so it's it is a challenge. I think we can do better. We did introduce this year something new that they started in the US, which is called Learning Maps, mm -hmm. <coughs> which is like uh, YouTube maps of different lines mm -hmm. without the London YouTube. Uh, logo yeah yeah so we took it off like a week before <laughs> the event because we realized we should not be using that <laughs> that's, that's an yeah, here's a story for you uh so that people could say okay if i mean i want to do anything about asi aci troubleshooting from monday to friday here are the sessions with minimal overlap okay there's a lot of thinking behind it with my yeah. content leaders we call them sgms session group managers 
Yeah. Used to be one, I think. Or yeah, you are for the US. Okay. Yeah. Thank God you're not for us. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, you have so many sessions. You know, I, I, the easy thing, easiest thing would be okay. I will give you only. You have 12 slots during the week for breakouts from Tuesday until Friday. We have 12 slots. You get only 12 sessions for ACI, and then there's no overlap. Yeah. But we want to cover much more, and we yep. should be covering much yeah. more. So, yeah, there you. It is impossible to consume all the content you would like to. Yeah. But again, you get. Hopefully, you choose the right ones or the ones that give you the start, starting point, and then you. Oh, like I, the next week, we'll have almost all the sessions up on Cisco Live Online. So you yeah, so that's what I do. I just pick the the ones that are most interesting to me yeah. at, at this time, and then I go back to the ones that I missed later on online. Yeah, you know, I'll be honest. I yeah. go to other conferences, and other conferences, I'm I have this Cisco Live mentality of mm -hmm. like I've got to understand everything that are my options, and then I go to these other conferences, and it's like. Oh, okay, I don't really have a lot of options. Yeah. You know? <laughs> so I'm glad you also have that uh, that Teams room for the people who are new because it's yeah. you have so much here. Yep. I mean, it's just so. It can be overwhelming, we, we, right? It is. We did it, get is it can be overwhelming, yeah. but yeah. I think that's it has to get. be. But I, but I think it has to be for the volume um, of attendees that you have and for the volume of choices and for the range of where they're coming from and what they want the week to be. We you get it, you have to. We get at the end of conference com uh, survey comments. I, I wouldn't say thousands of people, but not one or not two saying it's too big or it's too much, and uh, I, 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 I can get lost. Yeah. I personally, I always say oh, Cisco Live for me personally is also overwhelming. Not because of the session, but personally, no, my feeling as well is from a different perspective. But especially for someone who's never been to Cisco Live, especially it's in, that's another story in Spain. So we did that's the third year, but the first year we did it in Spain. Uh, there was, again, a relatively strong Spanish attendance. Again, still Germany is always bringing the highest number of attendees. Oh, really? The second one is oh, France. Yeah. Do, you yeah, have, yeah. Do, you have, do you have, like, numbers who is coming Everything from... Everything is broken from out. Each company. Yeah. From each country. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're all about the data. <laughs> Marketing. Okay. Uh, so, so from Spain, we had a couple of hundreds. Now, they would usually never fly for Cisco Live outside. People don't know. Well, okay, it's another event. They were here. Like, seriously, they were, like, blown away. Wow. And then all the, the Cisco people told me, Bonnie, this is amazing. You don't know how happy they are being here with the partners and stuff. Because, I mean, it's kind of gives you a different yeah. perspective. I mean, that's, we call it the power of Cisco. Yep. And it's, it pays off. So, yeah, I think it's, it, it could be overwhelming. But uh, so some, sorry, just to finish, there's some very good Cisco champions and others that, that yep. uh, always have some very cool blogs. One of them is Fish. She has an amazing blog, always yeah. what to do before yeah. Cisco Live and reflect. Imagine you're on the second prioritize. day, prioritize. Yeah. prioritize. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, like everything in life, right? Exactly. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, I think that answers my question. With over 40% of our attendees being first-timers, like what, what is your recommendation? Like what, should, what, what are the must-sees when you come to your first Cisco Live? Yeah, I mean... the. Number one recommendation would be speak with someone who's been to Cisco Live already. Okay, don't listen just to me because they might think I'm biased or anything. But but you know, speak with your colleagues. Usually, a lot, we see a lot of the companies sending people every two years or every three years, and then they rotate. Yeah. So if someone that you know, a colleague of you, or someone that you know has been to Cisco Live, get their advice. But mo f I mean, first of all, read read what we sent you. We we sent not a lot of information <laughs> from, the from the questions we get. Apparently, they don't read it. And we try to make it not too much. Like one page, you know, before you go, basic stuff. 
content catalog is a great uh, source of information. Again, if you know how to look at it, if you just see 1,000 sessions yeah. and you search for cloud, it will not really give you the. I mean, to give you anything that has cloud in the title of the, of the abstract, it's again too many. So it's not really yeah. specific. So you need to find out how to do that. Uh, but yeah, plan. Well, well, plan. One thing that we do um, on the content planning side, so as I'm selecting demos and building out the experience on the show floor here in the uh, Cisco showcase, is the staffer training and the quality of the, the demo staffers that we have, who are oftentimes um, also speakers and having their own sessions. Um, you know, we think through as we're delivering this demo, what are the relevant sessions that we would recommend to someone who's actually here out in the, the showcase in the idea. world of solutions and then doing that mapping. And so again, I mostly represent enterprise, but I also work with my peers over in security or over in, in data center data or, in, <laughs> you know, and figure out, okay, what, what, uh, what else? Because we can't just be so focused on our product. We can't just be focused on our one solution. You have to think about it from the customer perspective and the attendees experience right so it's great to have this information but how do they apply it and how are they going to use this as a takeaway to go back um you know after the week is over and they've just gone through this you know amazing experience to to bring that to life or to to know where to go next because yeah. one thing i think is the show ends you know what's the follow-up like what what then do they get to, to use and so that's something that we do think through and we we work very hard on the quality of the staffer and the content content that they deliver and the awareness of of making sure that that person knows who to talk to next we've got a pso later on this particular topic that i think you should go and see or let me walk you over and introduce you to this person who is going to help you solve this problem and really making that engagement really um and that journey creating that journey on site putting that journey yeah. on site and thinking through you know you know, I don't want to just highlight my product that I want to sell. What I want to do is, is highlight how this is going to be beneficial and where else you can go in this, you know, vast experience to go and, and help um, get that information. Cool. Right. One question. Um, I think we have time for one last question. Okay, one, one from, last. Each? <laughs> from each? <laughs> from each. Why don't we have Chuck Robbins on Keynote in Europe? <laughs> Chuck, if you're listening to this podcast, <laughs> I, I have the same question. So, I call him Chucky Poo, by the way. I do. Yeah. I don't. Some someday he's you have a pair that I call him Chucky Poo, and I'll get fired. That's okay. But yeah, Chucky Poo. Uh, we would love to have him. We realize that you know, I have a clear understanding that he he needs to be here. That's the second biggest. Uh, event that Cisco is doing, right? As Just after the one in the US, and he's always in the US because yes. it's his home base, That's right? Yeah. Uh, basically, it's a matter of priorities. I mean, he's been last week in Davos. It's always, it, it was the week before that, and he has other commitments. I wouldn't say that they're more important than you as customers, but uh, it's it's one hard. Person. Yeah, last, last year he was even in, in MWC, which is one month after this. I know. <laughs> in Barcelona. Yeah, I know. Calling him out. He might come again this year. He usually goes to MWC. Yeah. I mean, there's yeah. other opportunities for him on, you know, meeting government leaders and, and yeah. other stuff that you can't, don't do at Cisco Live. I'm still pushing. I mean, I will never stop, uh, you know, I will not leave this role <laughs> until we get uh, the Cisco. He means those, the smaller events like Cisco Connect Canada. He was there. Okay, that's <laughs> for probably the closer. For Again, it's all it all has to do it all has to do with the agenda. Yeah. If, he, if his agenda, if it fits the agenda, he would probably be here. He's, he, you know, he likes and he, do, he does an amazing job overall yeah, as our course. CEO, but yeah. also it's his collab US. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, I think we get good speakers, whether it was David uh, that we had this year, um, yeah. and Jerry was in the crowd. Maybe she'll be on stage next year. We will see. Uh, I know a lot of you really want to see him on stage. Uh, yeah, hopefully he he listens. So we'll see. Great. Fingers crossed. Fingers I'll crossed. I'll send this podcast to. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I was saying. Next up, I call it. Right? I mean, yeah, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> All right. Did you have a last question? Uh, no, I'm good. Okay. I don't have a question. I just wanted to say it is always an honor to meet you. And I think Cisco Live Europe is just incredible what you do. And you can really feel um, how you are really passionate about it. Year over year. It's just amazing. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. It is a highly funny yeah. <laughs> space on site when we come. So. Yeah, we all yeah. Like, I agree. I mean, I, I love doing it. I wouldn't, it, it would, again, me and, and the amazing team that I have, uh, we all love doing it. Yeah. And we have fun. Actually, we have a team meeting every day and, and we do some dance moves. Wow. There's going to be a surprise <laughs> tomorrow at the, at the party. We're, oh, we're you know. going to be on stage for the nice. last final song. <laughs> Great. Yeah. A flash mob. <laughs> no, but we will be on stage. Okay, if okay. you want to dance, uh, you can dance <laughs> as well. You just have to learn the dance moves. <laughs> great. All right. Well, okay. this has been another great episode of Cisco Champions Radio. What do you mean another great? It's been the <laughs> best. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I want to thank all of you for joining us today, and especially to Bonnie Shapira for sharing his insights on Cisco Live Amir. It's been a pleasure. Um, and also to our um, Cisco Champions DJ, Fish, Amir, Melita, who's not a champion, but thank she you for joining. She is, of course, she's a champion. Yes, you're my champion. Oh, my gosh. Um, look for this episode and other episodes in iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, and wherever you grab podcasts. I'm the one and only Amy Lee San Juan, and it's been a Whoa. pleasure. <laughs> <laughs> I'm your moderator. Thank you. Thank you.